Have kids, they said. It will be fun, they said. Who the heck are they anyway? As moms, we sacrifice a lot for our families, our time, our health, our wallets, our identity, friendships, personal care, and of course, our beloved sleep. Motherhood is a crazy ride, one that is not meant to be braved alone. It takes a village, right? Well, your village is here. I'm your host, Sabrina Greer, and every week I'll be diving into the gray areas of motherhood with some very special guests. This is not the highlight reel, but the real deal. So reheat that cup of coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready for the reminder that you've got this, mama. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You're listening to You've Got This Mama, the podcast, and I'm super excited about today's episode. I've had the pleasure of getting to know this very special guest over the past few months, and I absolutely love her vision for empowering moms, and so many of her core values align with the YGT Mama values. So we'll get to that in a moment, but let me introduce my friend, co-author, and co-creator, Dr. Jillian Sawyer. Hey, girl. Hey, how's it going? So good. And I'm so excited to finally have you on. I feel like I've been sort of chasing you down for a while now. (laughs) So thanks for being here. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. Yay. Okay. So I'm going to start by introducing you. So Dr. Jillian Sawyer is a motherless mama of two girls, a women's health advocate, founder of the Postpartum Pilot, co-creator and co-host of Movement and Motherhood Retreats, creator of Mama Reconnect Project, soon-to-be podcast host. Yay. (laughs) Doc at Mama and Me Chiropractic, Coffee Lover, and Forest Dweller, sharing life as it is, one story at a time. So much. There's so many yeah. little nuggets in there. You've got a lot going on, girl. You sound like yeah. me. <laughs> but I'm excited to dive into what all that looks like. We actually interview so many mompreneurs, mamapreneurs, whatever, you know, floats, boss moms, all of it. And you are absolutely one of those. So I can't wait to hear more about your journey and everything that you're up to. So I'd love to hear your version of your story. Like what, who's Jillian Sawyer? Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Yeah. So uh, I live out in the West of Canada. I'm near uh, Calgary, Alberta. And I'm a mama of two. I transitioned into motherhood after years of fertility treatment, uh, finally finding out that I was pregnant and at the same week actually finding out that my mom had cancer. And so I went through my first pregnancy uh, with the ups and downs of that and the ups and downs of being pregnant for the first time. And then finally um, got to the time when I became a mom My mom was still with us at that stage and she passed away when my little one was six months old. So I've had this crazy journey of transitioning into motherhood, which is something that I wanted for my whole life. And then having that big kind of bomb explode in the same time frame, and have been kind of sharing my story along the way. And it's been such a healing journey for me and um, such a cool way to reconnect or connect with other moms that are oftentimes in the same boat or um, share similar parts of my story. So it's been really cool. Yeah. And it's amazing that you said that. I just got goosebumps actually, because it's, it's such a powerful thing and exactly why I started doing what I'm doing. And I'm sure, you know, our values align so much and I, I, you know, that's why we're both doing what we're doing, but sharing our story, the importance of, really being true and raw and authentic and not candy coating it and not just flashing the higher light reel all the time and really 
digging into our journey and sharing that authentically with others. It is healing, but not just for us, for the other people on the other end. It's amazing. I interviewed so many people for the You've Got This Mama books, of which you're a co-author in Boss Mama, which is so exciting, but we'll talk about that later. Um, Yes, and I, I interviewed so many people, and the common thread was, you know, when I was going through, insert whatever you're going through because we all have a story. Um, I really just looked for other people to share that experience with that had been through it or that had a similar experience that would resonate or, you know, even if it had nothing to do with one another, just knowing that you weren't alone, just knowing that you could, you know, listen and hear somebody else's journey. So I think it's just such a beautiful thing what you're doing. Totally. It gives like permission for people to do the same thing. And like, imagine what the world in motherhood would be like if we all just showed up with our real stories. Yeah. Yeah. It's a movement. It's Mm -hmm. a movement. And you have such a a powerful piece within that. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about um, the retreats and the Mama Reconnect project, because I know you share not only your own journey, but I often see interviews of other moms that, you know, you're talking to. Totally. So um, the movement and motherhood retreats came from a place. uh, It's a dear friend of mine that I co-host with and we transitioned into motherhood at the exact same time. She actually lost her dad to cancer at a similar time in her life. So we connected on that level, like immediately. She's a fellow Cairo as well. So we have this medical background and we go into motherhood and feel totally lost. Like, we have all this medical information behind us, but we still transition through that. Like wondering why did any, not anyone tell me about this. I didn't know that this was going to happen to my pelvic floor. I didn't know that the mental load was going to be so heavy. So we just felt that there's this huge need for a community of support where you can connect with people face to face because internet is amazing, but there's something really raw and cool about being in a physical space and holding that space for people so they can uh, share their stories as well. And so we go through a bunch of kind of movement stuff and some uh, medical stuff that maybe isn't being talked about in these women's lives. And then just create a space where we can heal together and um, just know that we're not alone, essentially. Mm -hmm. So amazing. And how often do you host them? Uh, We're doing them twice a year at this point. Uh, life is busy with two kids. So uh, yeah, it feels good right now. And we'll see what happens. We'd love to travel with it at some point. Mm, that'd be fun. Because I'd yeah. like to be part of one at one point in time. Totally. Yeah. So I'd love to hear what you think the importance. I mean, I know you know what the importance is. But what is your opinion on the importance of sharing our story? Why do you feel like this is something everyone should do and get involved in? Totally. I think that um, I've just experienced firsthand inviting moms into my space and my platform to say, like, what is your real raw story? What have you been going on behind the scenes? What are you suffering with in silence? Because I can guarantee that there's somebody out there that's going to read or listen to this that is feeling the exact same way. And you've just given that person permission to move forward. Um, Maybe share with somebody in their life. And there's just like a snowball effect with that. I've had women come up to me in person and say, I read one of your stories on your platform and it did X, Y, Z for me. And like, that is the whole reason why I do this because if one person starts, everyone can follow. It just gives that permission. Mm -hmm. 
So good. So powerful. Oh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So what's one thing that you wish someone would have told you before you stepped into motherhood? Because oh I'm sure there's lots. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's so many things. One of the biggest things I feel like is that it's okay to not be okay. Like you go into motherhood thinking it's going to be a certain way and it usually flips itself um, on its head and it doesn't kind of show up that way for you in your life. And you're watching all these people around you look like they're killing it and they're doing all these crafts and everything just like looks so easy for everyone else. And then that guilt creeps in that you're not able to handle it or you're not doing what everyone else is doing. Um, Knowing that what you're viewing is just, a highlight reel is so important I feel like um another thing that I wish I think that if my mom was here she would be relaying to me the message of even though you feel like you're failing probably on a daily basis like your kids still love you and look up to you they're not thinking all of the things that are going through your head that you missed they're just like you're my mom and you're awesome yes and yeah I just think like the preparation for the mental load of it and the heaviness that you step into this place where you're responsible for human lives. Like that's pretty intense when you just, you don't know until you're in there, right? Um, That it's going to be hard and you're going to struggle. And just to know that everyone else is like in the same boat, whether or not they're sharing it. So important to know all of those things. I actually had a conversation with a mama just today, actually about the same thing you know, she was reaching out saying, help, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. How, how do you do it? How do you balance businesses and so many kids and make it look easy and so much fun? And, you know, you're right. It's, it's the highlight reel. I don't post videos of me getting angry with my kids or getting yeah. frustrated or, you know, the diaper explosion I had changed 10 minutes before this call or, you know, I just, it, we don't share that stuff enough maybe um, in the authentic way that we need to, because it is the mundane. We share the big things. We share the intense things that happen and we're getting better at sharing our stories, but the mundane, the repetition, you know, the stuff that just frustrates us and irritates us on a daily basis, the temper tantrums and the annoyances, like we don't really share that. And maybe we should, or maybe we shouldn't, but it's, it's reality for everyone. That is what motherhood is. That's just part of it. And sure, there's ways to, you know, be more engaged with your kids and feel less guilt and do this and change that. But like you said, and it was so brilliant because I I tell people this all the time, they're not going to be traumatized (laughs) by you, you know, paying attention to your business for a little bit longer or, you know, not taking them to the park or not doing this or that. Like, that's not going to traumatize them for life. You are doing a good job. You are a good mom. They look up to you. They love you. You are their world. Mm -hmm. You know, you're that shining star and they just look at you with so much awe. And that's the reality of it. They're not going to remember these little babies. They're not going to be like, oh, my mom, you know, this one day she just didn't take me to the park because she was too busy doing something else. Like it's not the reality of it. Right. And I think we need to give ourselves a little bit of grace and, you know, just allow that time for us. And, you know, we talk about this a lot. You and I have talked about this a lot too, the self-care, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's the first thing to go out the window so often, you know, 
whatever it is, whatever our self-care is, like we really often forget to eat. We forget to drink enough water. We forget to take a deep breath. We forget to take some quiet time. You know, I've heard moms say, oh, I don't have time to read a book or I don't have time to do X, Y, Z. And it's, it's crazy because we need yeah. to make that time for ourselves and put the guilt aside, right? Totally. Cause you yeah. get in, like, you have that moment where you actually do something for yourself and you come back and step back into your role as a mom. It's like it, you're, you're whole again for like another five hours, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, we need to, I feel like that's the biggest struggle for me on a daily basis is just being able to find that time for me. It's part of the reason why I created the mama reconnect project, because there's such this lack of connecting with that person that you were before you had kids. Like, from age whatever to age let's say 30 something you were a person that had needs and you need to come back somehow in this craziness of motherhood to reconnect with that person that's deep down inside of you that's buried underneath all the shit that we deal with yeah yeah absolutely and it's something i'm such an advocate for is just you know you cannot fill from an empty cup you can't mm -hmm. give something you don't have <laughs> that, yeah. you know so it's not selfish to take a little for yourself because then you can give more you can be better at all of the things right so it's uh, it's just so important so tell me a little bit about the postpartum pilot how did that come about what is it what like who is the postpartum pilot and what do you do yeah, the postpartum pilot has been like years in the making, <laughs> five years of me navigating. And I keep coming back to this word of navigating because I feel like that's all I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going half the time, but <laughs> as I navigate through things, I learn things. So I wanted to create a space for moms where they could come and have a soft landing and just be able to um, navigate through different things, whether it's postpartum or parenthood or your body or your mental health. Um, a place where you can connect with other moms, a place where you can share your story, where you can share the rawness of your motherhood experience, and uh, where you can be seen and heard and uh, validated. So all of these things, I feel like for me and my own personal experience, were lacking. And um, when people come across this space, they grab on and it's needed. So this is a place that people can just come and hang out and land and navigate with me and all the people that kind of are just bumbling along. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, it's yeah. so good. And it's funny because you're a chiropractor, right? So your background is, is medicine, but it yeah. sounds like you do, you focus a lot on, you know, mental health and mental wellness and emotional health, which is, it's all connected, right? All of it. Totally. Yeah. Like, my training is uh, in medicine and I help moms primarily with pain in my office mm -hmm. and I help moms in like the perinatal realm. So they're going through pregnancy and into postpartum, but with that, how could you separate the mental health piece? Like people in my office are coming in to get a treatment and feel better, but also to have space to share what they're going through. So I think this is like a way for me to bring that into my world um, because I know, again, it's so needed. It comes up every day in the office. So it's like, it's just a way to reach more people apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I think it's so important. It's such an interesting transition, right? So you've got all the bases covered. You're really, you really are the postpartum pilot. You're helping yeah. moms <laughs> all around, which is awesome. Yeah. So, so cool. So tell me, 
what it's like living in a forest or, or what a forest dweller means. I assume that means you actually physically live in a forest. It's yeah. not an expression for something else. Yeah, we legit live in a forest. So I grew up on Vancouver Island and uh, we lived in a forest there. And my childhood was like going through the forest, looking for moss and pine cones and rocks and beach combing. And uh, we lived close to where we are now. And we had our eye on this place because it's just like the closest thing in Alberta to Vancouver Island. So yeah, living in the forest, it's pretty grounding. Like I just, people will tell me often that the person, like the down regulation of my whole being has changed so much just in the six months that I've lived here. So yeah, it's a huge blessing. So great. Now, I, I remember I was talking to you a while back and there was like a cougar on the loose or something. Oh like, my is gosh. That, is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, there's like, there's some fear. Apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently the river that's like about 100 meters behind our house, it's like the most highly populated areas for cougars in the entire <laughs> province. Wow, that must sound so crazy to some people listening because right? it sounded crazy to me when I heard you say it. And then, I, you know, it's just so out there well we're moving to a forest as well but we're in you know Ontario and I don't even I don't think there's cougars here but there's definitely bears and there's definitely other things so yeah you know it's it's one of the I've always loved and been drawn to the outdoors and you know having space and like you said pine cones and rocks and I really I've always wanted that to be the way my kids grow up because yeah. it's such a piece of my soul and I, I do find nature so healing as well. And yeah, so we're about to do the move like in less than a month. So crazy. it should be interesting. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know if I see any crazy wildlife like cougars or bears or lions, tigers, who knows? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good to know other people are crazy like me and want to live yeah. in the forest. Totally. <laughs> I think it's, it's so good and it's so important, you know, taking away from parenting and motherhood for a second and actually talking about our little people, you know, I think it's so important for them to have the freedom to explore because like we were saying earlier, all these activities that sort of induce mom guilt. I mean, that's what I find with my clients anyway. It's like mom guilt is highly induced by, you know, not feeling like you're entertaining your child enough right? It's like yeah, this activity and that activity and gymnastics and dance and hockey and baseball and blah, blah, blah. like some moms I talk to are crazy busy because they have 10 activities a week that they have to go to. Yeah. And it's just so intense, right? So I do feel like being in the wilderness, being in nature really allows you to sort of slow down and have your kids like explore and be a little bit bored once in a while and have to entertain themselves and it really sort of fosters independence and growth and all those things so I think it's a great thing that you're doing it's like um when I think back to my childhood like what do I remember I don't remember going to gymnastics but I do remember playing in a giant mud puddle with my brother and you know what I mean like those Mm -hmm. are the things that stick with you although they're really awesome and I, I wouldn't want to take away from those kind of organized activities, but there's something to be said for just imaginary play and just like being, just being. Absolutely. Yeah. And how do you find, I don't know how far away it is from your work, but how do you find, do you 
disconnect from work when you're not there? Do you find it more difficult or easier to sort of build your businesses being, you know, out of the hustle and bustle of a city? Yeah, totally. The only factor is that like the internet in the forest is pretty patchy. <laughs> so <Sounds good> now. <laughs> I'm on like a hotspot on my cell phone so that the Wi-Fi didn't cut out. But um, yeah, that's part of it. It's kind of tricky, but it makes me shut down. And um, just the noise level. Do you find as a mom that like the your perception of noise is so heightened since having kids? Oh, yeah like everything feels so loud. My mom used to always say like, turn on the TV, turn on the radio. And I was like, mom, what's the deal with this? And I totally get it now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So true. And you know, I feel like even the noise inside my head is, is very loud all of the yeah. time. It's like, it never actually shuts off. So totally. yeah, absolutely. So it's nice to have that ability to sort of shut down and walk away from it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when it comes to challenges for you, what would you say your biggest ones are in motherhood? Yeah, uh, totally. I feel like um, my biggest challenge hands down has been letting go of control. (laughs) You are given this child that you grew and like literally nothing is in your control from that point forward. And so um, being okay with that and kind of leaning into that, it's taken me years to feel like I can let go a bit. And it's a lot easier to get through my day-to-day stuff when I just like reduce the expectations a bit. And then if there is something that's in my control, like in my work or my business, just focus on my control there and kind of let it go in motherhood realm. It's been helpful for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. So what's what's happening now? What are you, what stories are you sharing? What's what's next? What's happening? Yeah. So on the postpartum pilot, um, my intention is to share a mama's story each week, um, just to highlight them. And uh, these aren't medical professionals, although there will be some of that that comes across the page. These are just real moms that have gone through X, Y, Z, and they want to share their story to be able to give permission to people to do the same. So that's part of the postpartum pilot. And then there will be a podcast coming in the fall, which I'm so pumped about. Yeah. Um, It's going to be a combination of moms sharing their stories. It's going to be um, a little bit of my own insight in motherhood. And then it's going to be medical professionals coming in to share their expertise with all things postpartum that we go through. Yeah. And postpartum just, it doesn't end with like, you know, your kid being a baby, like postpartum is literally life, right? It's like all of it, like parenting forever. And yeah, so I think it's so important that we talk about all of it. And I I think it's really great what you're doing. So I'd love to know from, from a medical standpoint, like from your chiropractic, you know, if you have some tips for our listeners, as far as, you know, just to give us a taste of what you do you know, what, what are some tips you would give to postpartum moms, you know, about their bodies and about how to do certain things, like just those juicy little nuggets that maybe moms listening right now don't know about. And, you know, you could definitely help change their outlook on things. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, I think that one of the biggest things postpartum is learning how to breathe again. 
Um, I mean, like physically actually learning how to get your diaphragm to work like it did when you were born. There's this cool mechanism you're born with when you're a baby called a diaphragmatic breath. And it's where your lower ribs like bring air in and out of your lungs, as opposed to your chest and your belly being the things that are moving when you breathe. I think as adults, we get into this like really short, shallow breathing pattern and we get neck stiffness, especially when we're holding kids and things like that. And the cool thing about the breath pattern is really related to your pelvic floor and how your core functions postpartum. So there's this beautiful window of relearning a breathing pattern after you've had a pregnancy and reconnecting to your pelvic floor and your core. Um, there's lots of information about this on my website. So maybe we can direct people to there. There's videos and all kinds of stuff about breathing. Um, but that is one of the things that I go to um, as a, like a main thing for moms when they're in the office postpartum is just like literally relearning how to breathe. It also resets your nervous system so you can kind of downregulate from the daily stress. And um, yeah, that's where it's at for me as a first step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah who knew, right? Breathing sounds yeah. so simple, but it's, it's simple. such a huge thing. Yeah. Huge. It drives so many things in your body. Yeah, well, I'm going to head over and uh, check out your website again. I haven't been there in a while, but I know there's a lot of good stuff on there. Like this, this girl's got content galore. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, tell me that you have, you know, courses in your future coming. Totally. So um, I am in the final, final stages of an online course called the Mama Reconnect Project. Uh, where I've interviewed health, women's health experts from around the world in different arenas to share their best knowledge and t- tips when it comes to navigating different things in motherhood. So we talk about mental health and pelvic floor health. We talk about returning to exercise. We talk about relationships, sex after baby, um, so many things that come up that you just like you're sitting in your nursery that's perfectly decorated and you're like, why did and anyone tell me about this sleep and libido and hormones and it's not all coming from me I've really sourced out incredible women in their specific fields to help to um, bring women back to their bodies and themselves uh, postpartum so good that's such a gem because man do we need more information it's so hard because you know google's a crazy trap, you know, rabbit hole of way too much conflicting information. You know, I always tell moms that I'm working with, like, do not diagnose yourself on Google. Like, don't go to Dr. Google. Let's actually try to figure out what's going on. Um, And yeah, just all the books and the information and conflicting opinions. And there's just so, so, so much that it's overwhelming. And I think that's the issue, right? Like moms are, especially new moms, they're hungry for information. They want content. They need all of this and they just have no idea where to go. And yeah. it sounds like, you know, postpartum pilot is a one-stop shop for all the good stuff. So I can't wait until all this stuff launches and I can start directing all the mamas there because it's a beautiful thing what you're doing to help moms. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. So where can our listeners find you? Um, Cause I know they're going to want to find you after this episode. Yeah. So um, my kind of real life day-to-day stuff is 
at on Instagram at I am Jillian Sawyer. And um, all of the postpartum pilot stuff is at the postpartum pilot. And I usually am an, on Instagram. I don't hang out a ton on Facebook, although things trickle over there every once in a while. So that is definitely a place to find me, or you can head over to the website. I have a, a monthly newsletter that I send out that you can join on the website and stuff like that just to stay connected. So good. And I will post all of those links on the show notes so everyone can access Jillian at their fingertips whenever they want. And like I said, there's so much content there. You guys want to get over there as soon as possible. All right, Mama. Well, thanks for joining me from your forest retreat and with <laughs> with your uh, hotspot on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And uh, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. The listeners appreciate it. I know it. And yeah, thanks to all the listeners for tuning in. That's been You've Got This Mama, the podcast. And we hope to, to see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Sabrina Greer, your host, and you've been listening to You've Got This Mama, the podcast. You can follow us at YGT Mama and join the conversation on Facebook and Instagram to get more information on the stories we share here, our community, our books, or the blog. Head on over to www.ygtmama.com. You can also access the show notes there. If you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your daily listen and subscribe to the tribe. Rate and review this podcast. That helps keep us alive and we deeply value every review. I would like to thank the production team and Megan Krumpetich, our producer, for making this happen. Thank you so much to all of you for giving us your ear. We hope you tune in next week. But in the meantime, please remember, you've got this, Mama.